Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. Finally, we got some Jersey on the program. That For All the Dogs album is out. Make sure y'all check it out. Ty Butler, Jake Asman going until 220. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. We got the Jets and the Broncos coming up. Giants in the red zone against Miami. Down 14 to nothing. And we know the story all year has has been that they, their inability to put points on the board in first halves of these games. And, you know, who does that fall on? Does it fall on the coaching? Because, you know, that's pretty much the knee-jerk reaction we have when teams come out struggling. Does it fall on the quarterback? Is it the offensive line, the defense? So the Giants have a lot of issues. No one expected them to come out and, and win this game today. Darren Waller had a ball just now that he's got a catch, and maybe that's a touchdown. He's been a disappointment, Jake. We, we thought this guy was going to be something special, and, and, and we figured that if we didn't see that you know special level reach, it would be because of injury. No, he's been healthy. He just he can't have an impact on this team. That is a terrible drop. You can't To Daniel Jones' credit, you can't make a better throw on that ball. Would have been an easy touchdown. Cuts the game to 14-7. You're feeling like, hey, maybe you got some momentum. You're hanging around. And instead, he drops it. I mean, it hit him in the hands. I mean, it's just unacceptable. And you're right. You know, Darren Waller was brought in to be, you know, the the game-changing offensive piece for this team. And they have struggled to get him the ball. And on that play, you blame Waller because Daniel Jones did get him the ball and he just dropped what would have been a touchdown. So the Giants now uh, on another crucial third down play, sacked again, penalty flags fly. So you have to assume that pretty much because of where it happened, you know, maybe it's on the offensive line uh, getting called for holding. But I don't know, Jake, we saw one of the worst roughing the passer penalties I think I've ever seen in that Jags-Bills game where Josh Allen gets sacked. You know, honestly, we complain about it every week. I don't see what the defender did wrong. He, he not, Nothing, uh, according to what the letter of the rule is, the letter of the law is, was suggested that was a passer, you know, roughing the passer. And it's just every single week we see it get worse, man. It's, it's terrible. I really do think that that should be a reviewable play. I know Robert Sala came out and, and he talked about that after the bogus John Franklin Myers roughing call oh on Dak God. Prescott a few weeks ago, Ty. I, I think it's too important of a play. It, it's too damaging of a penalty. It's 15 yards, an automatic first down. They come at the worst times. I mean, the one today that you brought up uh, on Josh Allen that the Jaguar player you know, was just trying to tackle him. He was just playing football. I mean, it's gotten to a point where we're just penalizing guys for trying to play the sport they're being paid to play. It's, it's out of control. It's such a damaging penalty. Penalty, it has to be reviewable. I think that is something that the NFL should look to implement or at least be challengeable because some of these calls are just asinine. It's crazy. Giants, once again, for the second straight week, down 14-3, to three, uh, but they get on the board courtesy of Graham Gano. Three minutes, 40 seconds left in the first half. Miami's going to get the ball back with a chance to extend their lead. Meanwhile, we have the Jets in Denver. And, you know, we've been talking about it all week. If not now, then when? The, like, you could not have scripted a better game for the Jets to have on, on their slate, uh, you know, with with a chance for Zach Wilson to show that that momentum can carry. It's the league's worst defense. It's a chance to get revenge on a, on a head coach who was talking all this trash about you before the season. And Brees Hall, now off the, the, the pitch count, he's back to where he was hurt last year. Same deal with AVT. If the Jets are not going to win this game, then unfortunately, there's nothing left to talk about the rest of the season. You drop to one and four with Philly coming up. 
And then, not, you know, then then there's really no meat on the bone. Whereas if you win this game, all of a sudden, because it's the NFL, the the, the rest of the games become winnable. You look at Philly and you say, you, they're flirting with losses all year. Why can't we beat them? Then you got the Giants coming off a bye. The Chargers, all they do is blow leads late in games. And they've got a buffoon at head coach. Raiders after that before you play the Bills and Dolphins in back-to-back weeks, which obviously is tough, divisional opponents. But it all starts and ends with this game today, Jake. No question, Ty. And look, this is the best opportunity that Zach Wilson's ever had to put together two straight games in a row where he looks good. I mean, to do it last week with the whole you know world around him seemingly collapsing and to play that well, it's impressive. He showed a lot of intestinal fortitude with that performance. And I'm no Zach Wilson truther. In fact, you know, I wanted Tim Boyle to start this game last week. That's how down on the dumps Man, I was. Man, they were coming at you <laughs> yes. on Twitter. Yes, they are. The truthers, as I like to call them, the Zach Wilson defenders who think every reason why Zach's been bad has nothing to ever do with him. It's everyone else around him. But anyway, Anyway, look, I'm rooting for him as a Jet fan. This is an opportunity for him to play well. And if Zach could go out there, and he doesn't need to throw 39 times today, but if he could be efficient when he does throw, and they could get this ground game going with Brees Hall, which I think he will have a monstrous day if he's given the opportunity to do so against this Broncos rushing attack that's 32nd in the league, allowing 176 rushing yards per game. And how about this stat about how bad Denver's rush defense is? They have the second Worst tackling efficiency in Mm -hmm. the NFL. They have missed 23% of their tackles by their linebackers, corners, and safeties. Brace Hall, you got to give him 15 to 20 touches today, Ty, because anytime he touches the ball, there's a chance he could find the end zone, as he did last year against his team with that 62-yard rushing touchdown. So I think, Zach, if he plays an efficient game and Brace Hall gets going, this defense should play very well against a quarterback not named Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, who they played well against. And the Jets should win. They're the better team. And they're playing for pride today. They're playing for their offensive coordinator. And Sean Payton ripped them as well. It wasn't just Hackett. He also said the Jets were trying to win the offseason. He ripped them for being on hard knocks even though the jets themselves didn't even want to do the show which is asinine so you know there's so many storylines in this game but at the end of the day if zach wilson shows up and is competent the jets are better and they should win uh jeremy ruckert was on uh, dnr dph on rothenberg a show you can hear every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m eastern with my guys dave rothenberg and rick dipietro he was asked have you noticed a difference in zach wilson this week I think he's a little bit more confident for sure, but I think he's he's approaching it like a pro. He's he's been he's been a pro this whole season of just putting ego aside and really taking on this this team in the locker room and, and showing us that he's uh, he's our guy right now. We all have a lot of confidence in him as a player and as a person, and I think that um, this season is a lot like everybody notices a lot different for everybody in the building. First year in this new offense, but I feel like we've been all together for a long time now. We're very close as a group. Once we get those little things out of the way of, of just focusing on those, I think our offense is going to continue to keep clicking like it did, and, and we'll be all right. It's amazing. All it takes was, is for you to score some points, and now the vibe, the tenor of the locker room changes. Because we, just a week ago, I was doing this show, and it's like, oh, you know, defense is unhappy. Robert Sala might be losing the locker room. This could be Zach's last career start. He scores, you know, 20 points against the fourth best defense in football, had a chance to win that game. They just couldn't get the ball back. And now today, you wake up with some confidence. You're hearing good things coming out of the locker room with his teammates. Uh, here was Robert Sala on uh, Zach Wilson's growth. Mentally, he is a resilient individual. He truly is. I'm pumped for him. I, I truly am. He's, uh, like I said, he's he's resilient. He's gotten dragged through the mud, and for him to have taste a little bit of success, even though we didn't win, which we could have pulled that one out, but I think he's only going to get better. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I, 
the Dolphins, watching them, it, it, it's exciting, but it's also frustrating. And we'll get back to the Jets in a moment. But Tyreek Hill just had, what was this, like a five-yard slant route that he turned into about 50? It, no, it was a, a two yards. He, he just gets across the field, and you can't stop him. It's just amazing to watch them, but it's also frustrating if you're if you're you know a team that's playing against them, and if you're a fan of the team that's playing against them. But anyway, back to um back to the Jets. Look, it's the same thing with Evan Neal, Jake. We're Jet fans. We don't want to boo this guy. We don't want to root against him. We don't want to get on the air and rip him every single time. We want him to see him do well, but it just has to have it has to materialize. You got to see it happen in order for us to give him the praise, which is what we saw last week. No Jet fan wants to see Zach Wilson stinking up. Like our opinions are formulated because he's been awful. Like I like I don't take back anything I've ever said about Zach Wilson. I mean, he has not been a good quarterback. He has been a historically bad quarterback given where he had been drafted compared to any of his peers over the last 15 years. Like the stats back it up. He's got worse numbers than Jamarcus Russell did through yeah. the same amount of starts. Like these are just facts. I don't say this as someone who's rooting against him. I say this as a Jet fan who just wants to see this team win games, man. But I was impressed by what I saw last week, and we know he's got talent. There's a reason why he was picked second overall. If the you know the lightning, you know if the you know the 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 bulb finally got lit for Zach Wilson last week, and something starts to click, and maybe they can catch lightning in the bottle with him, so to speak. Great. They don't need that version of Zach Wilson, though. They need a guy that could go out there, get the ball to Garrett Wilson ten plus times a game, go out there and be able to execute the short passing game, play well on play action, which, to his credit, last week, 7 of 8 on those throws. If they help him, they can win games. And last week he elevated guys. They can win this game without him having to do that if he goes out there and just builds on a lot of the positives we saw last week. That's all we want from Zach Wilson. No one's holding him to the standard. He's got to be Patrick Mahomes going forward. But if he plays at a competent level, if he's the 20th best quarterback in football, with this team tie, they should win a lot of games and be in the mix for a playoff spot. They absolutely should, and it starts today. Before we get to our official score predictions, you know we're both taking the Jets, but we'll have some fun with the score prediction. I do want to update you guys on some NFL news and nuggets. Uh, Schefter tweeting out that you know Matt Milano is out indefinitely uh, with a knee and a leg injury, and it's tough for Buffalo, who just last week lost Jadavius White to a season-ending torn Achilles. Uh, just comes down six minutes ago. Uh, quarterback Anthony Richardson, who we know just a couple weeks ago missed the game because of a concussion. He left today's game due to an apparent right shoulder injury. And right now, uh, the Colts are up 10-6 to on the Titans. We look at the Falcons, who are up 7-6 to on the Texans. I need Houston to come out and win this game because we played in or out. And I said they were going to finish above 500. This would be a big game for them to win. Meanwhile, the Lions... The- after that loss to the Seahawks, they've been rolling. They've been cooking. Cooked Green Bay last week. They're up 21-7 to on the Panthers. You've got the Patriots losing at home to the Saints, 21 to nothing. And right now at home, the Pittsburgh Steelers are down 10-3 uh, to to the Baltimore Ravens. Giants, 14-3 to is the score. Miami has the ball second and goal at the Giants' four. Uh, we are at the two-minute warning, and the <laughs> Miami offense is doing what we thought they were going to do coming into this game, Jake. Look, they're going to score points, and that's why that Darren Waller drop on the previous Giants possession, which should have been a touchdown to cut it to 14-7, it looms large right now. Not that I thought the Giants are going to win today, but they could have hung around. If it's 14-7, you get some momentum after the offense, gives you a score, and they allow Tyree Kill on a two-yard screen pass to take it 55 yards down the field. It's just they're outmatched if the offense is going to make mistakes like dropping a touchdown. 
one of the reasons why I love doing this show is because you get to react to games in real time. Uh, and uh, Lamar Jackson just made a throw on third and 18 to pick up a first down that, you know, everyone who kills him rightfully so, he's got to become more of a pocket passer. It's there. He has to become more accurate, but it's there. He has the talent. It can be done. You just hope that with this new offense, they can find a way to be more consistent. Zay Flowers has been awesome for them. Odell, you know, he got hurt, but he's returned. They're starting to get healthier. So the Ravens right now up 10-2-3. Jake. Official score prediction. We've got the Jets in Denver. They beat the Broncos last year. They didn't play Russell Wilson. He was hurt. But they're going to be up against him today. Nine touchdowns to just two interceptions. He's got one of the highest passer ratings in football. Uh, The Broncos offense right now is top 10. Official score prediction for you, my man. Jets 24, Broncos 17. I think the defense plays well. I think the Jets take a 7-0 lead in this game, which will be something they haven't done all year. I think that's the key, right? Can the Jets play with a, you know, from a position of strength? Can the defense go into attack mode? I just think this game's going to be closer than a lot of people think. It's the NFL. It's weird. 70% of games are within a score going into the fourth. But I think the Jets are the better team, and they win because Brees Hall has his by far and away best game of the year, and he's going to kind of be the MVP of their offense today. So I like the Jets probably closer than a lot of us want it to be, but hey, a win's a win, and they got to win. It's a must win for the Jets. Wow, a game-changing play for the Giants. A pick six. Who's this that just got it? Uh, can somebody come? Because I, I can't see. You're ahead of me. You just spoiled it. Oh, Jason Pinnock just got a pick <laughs> six in the red zone. So the Giants are in this game. They were about to go down 21-3. to Wow. But Tua throws a pick six. He takes it to the house. So it's going to be 14-10 to going into the locker room. Giants trailing. You know, still a lot to overcome. But it's their first first-half touchdown all season. And it comes on defense. So they get their first takeaway, and now they get their second takeaway, but this one results in their first first-half touchdown of the season, so the Giants pending extra point will be down four going into halftime. My prediction for the Jets, I'm going to go 27-20. to I think Brees Hall is going to run all over this defense. I don't know if Zach Wilson will be as good as he was last week, but he'll be okay, limit the turnovers, and I think the Jets' defense will see some slippage with DJ Reed being out, with Echoes being out. But I think they'll have enough to get it done, and they will win this game 27-20. to Jake, it's been a fun time, man. We had a great time. It was our first time doing this show together. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. This was, this was a blast. Ty, I apologize once again for not being a two-time Super Bowl champion, but I'm glad you let me uh, sit in with you here. I had a blast, and hopefully we do it again soon, my man. Absolutely. Uh, Ty and Jake signing off. 